We need to we need to tell people what they're listening to. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. You're not ready. I'm not ready. You're not ready to tell people that they are listening to Hunchpig, a podcast about Ian. Why don't you tell us what it's about? Uh, Hunchpig. This is a podcast about um, you know. So this is episode fifteen. <laughs> yeah, um, and we're going to talk about some things. Yeah, yeah. I think we should. So we were just talking about my daughter. Yeah, Paige, um, who is now saying lots of words, which is good. Lots of words is like six. Yes, yeah. this is a good. Yep, I'm happy with this. This is better than zero words. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so we're quite pleased with this. It's but, kind of like the computer science thing. There's either zero, there's one, or there's many. Yeah. And <laughs> at this point, there's many. It doesn't. You're at many, yeah. and that's that's but all you job, can ask for. Job's done. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Um, but she just had her birthday. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. On Tuesday. Nice. So we... That was kind of perfectly... So when did she start with her words? Oh, probably just before that. Okay. So uh, her grandparents came to visit and yeah. uh, my parents and... Yeah, she we took her out of daycare for three days and went and to museums and shit. Yeah. Um, and she got lots of presents, which was mm. pretty exciting. She enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, she enjoyed opening presents, which is new. Mm-hmm. She hasn't in the past um, taken much interest hmm. in this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, one of her words is mine. So <laughs> mine. this feels like a good word. Yeah. So we can say it's yours. And she goes, mine? Nice. Uh, every word sounds like a question. <laughs> mine? That she says. Yeah. Uh, That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty cool good um but we we went to this museum of natural history natural sciences i don't know we went to a museum and they had an indoor electric show mm-hmm. and they had like these tesla coils and arcing lightning mm. um and they they warned us beforehand this will be the loudest thing in the museum <laughs> yeah um and so we go in and we sit down in this dark room with like all these uh large electrical things and like a Faraday cage around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we're just sitting there waiting and Paige is sitting there quite happy. And then um, it starts and it's really fucking loud. Like, and there's <laughs> lightning arcing across the room. Ooh. Yeah. and Which is what's supposed to happen. Yeah. But like, to someone who's not aware of what's supposed to happen. Right. It can be... Um, but Paige sat there for yeah. like 10 or 15 seconds. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And and then she she just decided nope, and she like jumped <laughs> off her chair, like just hopped down and walked out the room. <laughs> like didn't cry or anything. She was just I like uh, nope. It's a great reaction. Yeah, you know I feel like that's a good. There's a lot to be learned there. You yes. know, if you're gonna react to something, you know you don't have to be dramatic, but you can just be like nope, this is not for me. Yeah, I'm gonna just gonna leave. Yeah, gonna leave this this uh, conference call. <laughs> or this, you know, business meet, whatever it is. Yeah. I'm um, just going to withdraw. Yep. You know, I don't need to say anything. <laughs> you don't, just, yeah. you don't need to know how I'm feeling. I'm just going to leave. And you think about what you've done. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. That's funny. Yep. <laughs> That's good stuff. So your parents were here for, uh, for yeah, almost a week or yeah, three Saturday or four days. Yeah, Saturday through Thursday. Oh, nice. That yeah, was good. Yeah. 
Um, oh. So you went to the Museum of Natural History or something, science? Yeah. Something? The Natural Sciences? Natural Sciences. Natural okay. something. Hmm. What is it? Uh, I'm we, curious. Is there, a, is there a Museum of Unnatural History? What would that look yeah, like? Yeah, you can't. It's not publicized. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of underground. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like the one I would actually want to go to. Yeah. Uh, it's freaky. Yeah. Some people might call what's on display abominations. Ooh. Uh, which is why they don't publicize it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Huh. Well, huh. There's, a, there's also certain people who think that the Natural Sciences Museum has abominations in it that are not yeah. natural or not what mm. they... What they like teaching about yeah what they believe to be true moon landings and things people who think that the sky is just felt and you like hang the stars up on there yeah <laughs> is that museum still open in um where was that in the midwest somewhere uh it was like the the, the creationist museum oh there's where, actually a yeah wow um this guy started this creationist museum and it's all about the you know, dinosaurs living at the same times of humans, like uh, 6,000 years ago. Geez. And it goes through the whole timeline. You can walk through and tells the story. And uh, yeah, this guy's, I want to say he's an Australian guy who like moved here and <laughs> built this thing. And um, he, he did some, he did a, like a debate series with Bill Nye. Okay. Last year or two years ago. Right. Um, pretty interesting stuff yeah it's it's there's some good like there's some good moments bill and i has some pretty awesome uh you know responses responses uh there's a really old debate um with stephen fry and um uh english politician mm. um talking about the good that the catholic church has done like, yeah is the catholic church a force for good that was that's um what is it called um the debate series, mm. uh, Intelligence Squared debate oh, yes. series, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, those are good. Um, those are really good. Yeah, I enjoy. So they kind of, they do the, what, what style is that? It's Oxford style debating or something where they take a poll of the audience first to okay. see which side they're on. And then? And like, then have the debate and then do the poll again at the end and then see who, um, who won based on how much percentage point you know, change there was. Right. Which so, um, makes a lot of sense. I had assumed that was the only way hmm. you could run a debate. Yeah. It's because the only the whole, way that makes sense. Right. Right. The whole point is to um, convince the audience to change their opinion. Right. My brother does speech and debate and hmm. he does the debate part of that title. Cool. Um, and they get judged by a panel. Mm hmm. And a lot of the arguments that he produces are basically like traps in logic. Mm, yep. So if you say this, then you have to agree with this, you know, yeah. goes down a couple of more steps and ego, you have to choose us because the other side doesn't know what they're talking about. Right, right, right. Um, it's kind of showing a, um, a flaw in there in the opponents. Right. And it seems very uh, convoluted and there are a lot of rules around... Um, you know, how do you, how do you get to this point rather than, oh, I'm actually trying to convince you that my argument is correct. 
Hmm. It's sort of like uh, following the letter of the debate logic, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. You can't, like, jump ahead to... You have to, yeah, you have to, everything has to follow from a previous point. Kind right. Of thing. And he Directly. has like, um, I guess they have like design patterns. <laughs> they have like tools that they use, specific arguments. Like when you're in this situation, this is a great one to throw out there to mm. get you to this point. And Interesting. It is very different. So they're not, these tools, they're not rhetorical. They're not like rhetoric tools no. to like convince the audience. There are ways to get from point A to point B. Through the logic. Right. Like going like very technically through things. Not being like charismatic and like that kind of thing. Right. Interesting. Uh, I still think there is a lot of charisma behind it. But it's because you're not trying to convince a room of people. You're trying to convince four or five Mm -hmm. judges. Yeah. Um, It's very different. And they speak ridiculously quickly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've watched a few... Of those style, I think that style debate right. on YouTube, and, and it's impressive. Yeah. It's like, wow, what are they saying? <laughs> um, I wish I knew. Yeah, is, is the idea there, like, if there's a, any gap in their speech that they're, they seem like they're not confident or something? Like, that's almost what it feels like to me, is like they're rattling uh, off so many words. Is it trying to avoid I think looking like you, or is it just trying to fit as many right, th- points in as you can? I think it's more the latter. Like, yeah. they only have a certain amount of time. To get across their points, so they want to. Why can't they just give them a little more time? (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, even then, they'd still want to go at the same speed. Yeah. They'd just be able to get more in. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Speaking of pauses and speech. Yes. That's all. I have a couple more um, changes with my parenting style. I guess. Oh, how did that come about? So, um, we were considering getting Paige a toddler bed. Toddler bed. Yes. Okay. So this is just like a real bed, but slightly smaller. Okay. So, um, she could get in and out of bed herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, pages two. Yep. Um, but she, she's really good with sleeping. And so we thought, um, this would be a nice thing. Rather than sort of waking up in a cage. Yeah. Um, but I was worried about her falling out of it. Mm. Um, so they have like toddler beds with sides. Um, but I asked for some advice and uh, someone pointed out there's a Montessori philosophy around uh, children's bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Which involves sort of having everything at the child's level. Um, and it's actually all very simple uh, sort mm. of concepts. Like, you never have um, anything out of reach. Okay. Um, And their idea for a bed is you could just put their mattress on the floor. (laughs) Um, Because that puts it right at the child's level. They can get in and out of it. Yeah. If if they fall out, they've fallen like an inch. Huh. Um, But they are like... very, like, common sense. (laughs) Right. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, I guess that does make some sense. Although it seems out of... It just seems weird. Right. But let, like... Yes. There's no reason why it's weird. Like, there's right. no, like, reason why it's bad Yeah, that I can think of. It's like, oh, it's just different than what you would normally think of as a bed or, like, a... Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, so, we did that. Mm-hmm. They also think you should do this from, like, a couple of months old. Mm. 
Um, wow. Yeah. I'm pretty big on um, keeping everything in baby's reach and making things practical. And so not... a couple months old, like not having a crib? Yeah. Basically? Like, yeah. Interesting. Is it because it's the crib is like constraining the child's... Exactly. Um, world. <laughs> I guess. Basically like their, Maybe their it's... environment and their... I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, the philosophy behind it is that you should be preparing. I mean, children are just tiny adults and you should be preparing them for the world that they live in mm -hmm. and putting up artificial barriers. Um, Only stunts their development. And Well, I don't think it's about stunting their development, but it teaches them that, um, I guess, you know, they, they have these uh, areas that they... These limits, yeah, basically, they huh. can't leave. Yeah, they're dependent on their parents, which is true. But yeah. I suppose you want as little of that as possible. <laughs> anyway, we switched her to this. We just put her mattress on the floor, and from day one, she was fine with it. <laughs> um, so, like bedtime's really weird now. We like go upstairs, and she, um, like, we brush her teeth, and then she walks into her room, and she lies down on her bed, and we. <laughs> Like, put some cover over her, and she goes to sleep. It's like... <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think you should buy a sponsorship on this show about, like, your baby sleep technique, because... I didn't. I don't think we have a technique. I think yeah, she's just, like... No, you need to make up one, because... I need to make up like you have, you have the evidence. <laughs> like, you have the... The example yeah. of it working. You just right. don't know what it is. Yeah. But if you make that up and yeah. sell that with three easy payments of 19.99. Yep. There might be something there. Just saying. Uh speaking of sponsorship, yeah. We have we don't have one. <laughs> uh, but I was talking to uh to some 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 friends yeah of the show um about what would happen this week. This oh. is a big week because last week so if you're not aware, uh, listeners, of our, our very complicated um, sponsor um, cost structure, uh, um, every, so every month, not every month, every episode, we have a sponsor, the price goes up for the next episode by $1. Every episode, we don't have a sponsor, the price goes back down $1. Uh. So last episode said that the next sponsorship is free. Oh, and still no one wanted <laughs> to take it. So here we are. I think that's about this turning point think... where we have to decide where is the floor for this. Right. Do we go to negative one? I think I think the price starts going up. Oh, it bounces. bets like a. Yeah. OK. Like a bouncy floor. Yeah. We've hit the floor. It has some sort of a trampoline. Right. It's like situation. that. It's that whole thing. Um people will be wary of free services oh yeah like they want yeah it was hard they i want actually tried to, to i tried to sell it to a few people <laughs> for free. It, it felt strange to try and like, sell something for free they were just kind of they did have this kind of look and like um it's free i don't know but like what doesn't are, sound like it's it? worth anything Ooh, yeah, yeah yeah so um, what we should do is bounce up until we find <laughs> Where people will... <laughs> Wait, so it's going to keep going up? Yeah. 
Oh, it's on it's on an upward trajectory. Yeah, we need to find what the what will oh. give people the confidence that yeah. they're in you know so investing okay, in so something. What, all right, what is this new rule then? So all right, so it's gonna go up to so this this episode will no, be we'll say that the, the next, next episode, episode will be a dollar. Right, exactly. Okay, and we'll just keep going up until someone buys. So if they so then it's if they if someone buys it or if they don't buy it, it's still going up. Yeah. Until everyone wins. <laughs> then okay. Then it hits a ceiling and bounces back down. We'll get there. Uh, we'll see. Okay. I, I think this yeah. is the Or maybe we won't hit the ceiling. Maybe right. we'll just keep making more and more money. I think that's what's gonna happen. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm with you here. I I mean I like this it's a little complicated, but I do like it better than paying sponsors <laughs> yes. to take our spots yeah that was going to be really strange let's not do that um okay i like that is that the house hunchpicker going yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah so a friend of the show ben uh, was asking yeah how's uh how's hunchpick going and i started to kind of ramble about i don't know how it was going i was like yeah it's going well whatever and and then i went into the sponsorship stuff and was like, well, today, you know, the most recent episode sponsorship um, is free. <laughs> and then I was like, I guess that would have been a more succinct answer <laughs> to your <Yeah>. question. <laughs> well, sponsorship's free now, so right. that's how it's going. It's, uh, we have we have cool. people listening, though. Yeah. I have. No. I had no. lots of complaints this last week oh. that we hadn't recorded an episode. Yeah. I said it had been over a week. Yeah. What is going on? It's big. So, blame it on the Brits. What? Why? <laughs> I don't know. Because your nice family visited. Right. But why, why would you blame an entire people? Eh, it's just easier that way. It's just easy. I don't, I don't want to think through every single person to blame. <laughs> I just want to be like, ah, you know, blame that category of person. Seems to work well in this country. Yeah. Gets you pretty far. So being a... Uh... Being English here, mm-hmm. a lot of people ask about the royal family, how mm. I feel about it, yeah, what's going on. Yeah. Um, I'm not a royalist. Royalist. Yeah. A royalist believes that you should always have the... the a royalist the, is just fond of the... Of the queen. Of the royal family. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're not a royalist. No, not you're really. Not, you're not fond of them. Uh, not so much. But you're fond of Prince Philip. I am. Because, because he's no on our one, Trello board. Right, because no one else likes him. So he is like, no, so. He, is Prince Philip the old guy that drove a car the past in the past week or two? Drove Obama? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, he's that guy. So he is married to the Queen. Like, he's that guy. No one fucking knows who he is. What? We've done a very good job of keeping him. I'm sorry, but why did the Queen marry her son? The prince. So that seems wrong. <laughs> she did not. He's not her son. So he's the king. He's not the king. Because he wasn't born into the royal family. He okay. married into it. I feel like we need a different word for this. The prince, I think it's a little confusing. Oh, well, he is the Duke of York as well. Okay, Duke. Yeah. I like that better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway. Um, you like him because no one else likes him. Right, because he because everyone's ashamed of him. He's, he's what? He's ninety. Yeah, so it's like ninety. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he is fantastic because um, he's like this old, like 
questionable opinions Ugh. granddad. Okay. Who, like, you never want to introduce anyone to yes. outside of your family. Right. Everyone just sort of, oh, yeah, that's just granddad mm. with his... Yep. Xenophobic. S- sexist and... <laughs> racist. Yeah. Yep. Um, he has some fantastic quotes, like he was being introduced to a female solicitor. Mm-hmm. And he said to her, I thought it was illegal for women to solicit. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, Philip. <laughs> there is a, um, you've got America's Got Ta- Talent, so there's a Britain's Got Talent. Yep. And one of the winners from that was a group called Diversity, uh-huh. which was a group of inner city kids uh, who had learnt, uh, uh, who did dancing. Yep. Basically, street dance. <laughs> and so uh, they were watching them perform and he got to meet them afterwards and so he asked if they were all related Ooh. to each other. There's like what? 20 or 30 of these. Mixed race. Yeah. Mixed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you all related? Uh-huh. Um, sure. So, like, we, like, it seems that we've done a good job of so, making sure no one knows about this guy outside of the UK. Is this... So are you all related? Is that coming from a place of ignorance or a place of, is it like a tongue in cheek? I have no idea. I have no idea if it, cause he is seems. Is it humor? Is he trying to be funny? Yeah. No one knows. And that what's, that makes that's, it more right. interesting. Yeah. And mysterious. Wow. Um, like, uh, they were visiting, um, France and someone, uh, a reporter had asked him if the queen was enjoying Paris mm. and he said, that's a damn fool question <laughs> and just like dismissed them. Okay. <laughs> wow. What a bloody fool question. Oh my gosh. You probably just didn't hear. Yeah. Um, what a bloody fool question. At one of the Queen's um, at her Jubilee, I think Madonna was singing. Hmm. And so he beforehand yeah. asked if, when he heard that Madonna was singing, asked if they would need earplugs. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I might actually have that same question when I'm 90. <laughs> like, oh, this music. This new music from the 1980s. <laughs> I can't listen to this. <clears throat> yeah. Prince Philip. Um, I forget how we talked. Oh, we're talking about explicit ratings uh, for podcasts. This podcast does have an explicit rating. Okay. Uh, on iTunes, it's okay. marked as such, and I was got me wondering, what would it mean for a podcast to have an implicit rating? Does that mean that everything is implied? <laughs> you know, you're not, you, you never really you never, spell it out, right? It's just kind of like double entendres, and yeah, just kind of like let things be assumed, and right? They didn't really say that exactly, <laughs> but I think it was implied. Yeah, this must have an implicit rating. We could try that for an episode. Is that an option? You know what? It's not. Hmm. I don't know why. Strange. Maybe maybe the act of not checking explicit makes it implicit. That's not how it works. See? That just means it's not you're explicit. Not... Oh. But the opposite of explicit is... Why are they called implicit? expletives? Yeah. Hmm. Is it because they're, you're, 
Hmm. I mean, because you could say that about any word. Right. If you're being explicit about it. Right. Like a bus. <laughs> yeah. That's a bus. Yeah. That is, I'm being Explicit. Straight, yeah. as straightforward as I can. Yeah. Well, I I'm guess maybe be- that's it. It's, it's like straightforwardness to the extreme, right? So you could say that the opposite of straightforwardness is politeness, where you're like, oh, yeah, thank you for this delicious thing that you made that I don't really like, but I'm going to just, you know, is that no. where it's going? I don't. You're not being straightforward. You're not being honest, basically. But maybe the. the- so swearing is being honest. Well, in a way. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, that's a stretch. I, I tried. You tried? I that's tried. that's all you've got? Yeah. Okay. I like it. Mm-hmm. Let's not have an implicit rating. I've sworn a lot already. Yeah. So, yeah, I think. I assume... Yeah. It's implied. It's implied. <laughs> oh, shut up. <clears throat> um, so my parents came to visit yes. last weekend. At the same time. Um, and then we had this thought that I, th- I felt like in hindsight, maybe we should have done it, but okay. we just couldn't do it. Couldn't bear ourselves to do it. <laughs> so... The idea that we had, you and I, right, was for this the few days where both of our sets of parents were in town, was to get our fathers to do the show. <laughs> yeah, who had never met each other. Yep, put them in this room and just make them talk. For... Put the headphones on, yeah. hit record, and leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> and come back at an hour and a half later. Don't listen to it. Just quick sh- export. Yeah. Yep. And see what happened. Yeah. I think it would have been interesting. Yeah. Don't mention it to in the episode description. Don't ever talk about it ever again. Yeah. Never have them introduce themselves. Right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it would have been fun. Yeah. But didn't have the guts to, no. to, to, to really navigate that sea of awkwardness that would have been <laughs> that day. <laughs> like why why do you want to do this why yeah. what are we doing <laughs> who's listening is anyone listening to us yeah. what is what is happening yeah we could have just said that it was like a experiment yeah like a, i mean it would have been like a diary that we're keeping <laughs> yeah i don't know if that that might be more weird i don't know <laughs> yeah. i'm not sure mm. i can't tell okay what's more or less weird <laughs> huh what do you think they would have talked about I don't know. Your dad's a um, science teacher. Mm-hmm. My dad works in healthcare. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, something to do with that? My dad plays video games. Your dad probably doesn't. No, not really. No. Though he did, he was a big uh, pinball player in college and the mm. early stuff, uh, like Asteroids, was kind of early early arcade games yeah but other than that not a big talking of games have you played or seen quick shinari quick shinari no i feel like you'd fucking love this game it sounds like it's related to words it is related to words wow uh you get given um uh four lesser word it's a bit like hangman Mm -hmm. basically four letter word like an explicit word 
um, and you you just have to guess the word, and you get told how many letters are correct in your guess. I don't know what I'm looking at, here. and that's it. So there's. Let me describe this to the to the listeners. So this here. is halfway through a game that I'm playing. Halfway through a game, okay. Uh, so so far, I've guessed four words. From what pool of letters, though? Or like, All the letters. But each letter can only appear once in the word. So you can't have, like, pool. Okay. P-O-O-L. All right. But you could have pole. P-O-L-E. So you're just typing words? Yeah. But there is a word that I'm trying to guess. And oh, so it's narrowing down? Right. In some way? And so... Um, at the top, uh, it scores the same way golf does. Yeah. So if you get the word in 14 guesses that's not that's good. par yeah oh i see okay right got it so you want to get less than par so it's kind of like 20 questions yes but with words but with words and narrowing down and then how does it narrow it down like how do you know so all i know is that uh so the first word i guessed was male m-a-i-l yeah and two it just tells me two of those let two of the letters in that word appear in the actual word in that in the same spot or no no okay got it so then you try other words. Yes. So male, kale. Mate, lark. Mate and lark. And you're still at two. So you're not really getting any closer. No. Interesting. But you can kind of, you can kind of um, deduce from those right. numbers kind of which letters are actually in the word, which aren't. Yep. Kind of like a minesweeper where you can try to guess, oh, there's probably a bomb there because there's letter two. Right. Okay. So then, uh, and whenever you get a word, it gives you a little factoid. Oh, that's fun. About the word. Soil. There are more living organisms in a teaspoonful of soil than there are people on earth. Yeah. Teaspoon. Teaspoon. That is, wow. (laughs) That's impressive. Yeah? Yeah. Here's one that surprised me. A coal-fired power station puts 100 times more radiation into the air than a nuclear power plant producing the same amount of energy. 100 times. 100 times more radiation. From from coal burning. Yeah. Wow. That's That's a a fact. That is a fact. How about that? At the moment. Um, So... I bought some new headphones. <laughs> okay. This is news now. I I think I have a headphone problem. <laughs> I just I don't know. So I didn't and I I've never had any Bluetooth headphones. Okay. So it seems I, like a failing on your part. Yeah, I thought it was it was time to, to try oh, that so out. So you got some. So I got some. Okay. Uh well they're in the in the mail. Um What kind did you get? They're they're Sony's and they're over they're over ear. Okay. I don't, I kept worrying about the idea of the little earbuds popping out and like just, yeah, I don't know. I think that's a concern. Yeah. And then then they would always just kind of get like loose in my ear and not, I would have to keep rejiggering the earbuds. Right. Um, I don't know if my ears are weird or what, but, uh, and I also just like the kind of the being enveloped in the, yeah, it feels sound source. Yeah. It feels kind of nice. You see, I find um, it uncomfortable with a lot of headphones. Uh-huh. I feel like they're squeezing my head. Oh, yep. Yeah, that's, um, we'll see, because I didn't try these on, and that's that's a possibility, because my, right. my head is kind of large and weirdly shaped. 
um, which we've confirmed from uh, getting some more pictures of the baby. <laughs> like, oh, that's my head. That's uh, it's definitely my big forehead and my kind of alien-shaped skull. Oh. Sorry, kid. Yeah. Um, uh, someone was talking about the weight of their child. Mm-hmm. Talking about weird things. Yeah. And they were saying, like, he's off the charts. Yep. Like, so uh, heavy. And someone else was saying, yeah, that happened. And then they became a normal human being. <laughs> and I'm beginning... I'm. We, we had the opposite problem, where Paige was massively underweight. Uh, but her head was bigger than any other child they've <laughs> encountered. Yeah. Um, and I've come to the conclusion that there is no... You have... They don't know. They have no idea what babies are going to come out. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, well, that, they told us that too. Like, um, did I mention on the show that the our baby is um, in the very high percentiles, like for like size of his head? Oh no, you and, haven't. Okay, so yeah, his head is like if they just let's see. We went in. I think Katie was eighteen weeks pregnant, right, for this ultrasound, and they measured this circumference of the skull and then yep. like circumference of like the waist yep and judging on the skull they the baby is like 19 and a half weeks for oh, like okay. the size of his head yeah so which puts him in like the 90 something percentile How, and the waist um, was put it put him in like the 20 and a half week oh, like geez. two and a half yeah. weeks ahead he's got this like little beer belly already <laughs> So, um, but then How? they said the same thing, like, oh, it might be just big now, but yeah. this doesn't really mean that, you know, it's not a linear right. growth, and you know. How um, certain are you about the dates? Because we're pretty sure our dates were wrong every time we were saying, like, she's this many weeks. It was Yeah, off. yeah. We, we actually thought it was off, too, in yeah. the first um, ultrasound. The first ultrasound, they say, is the, is the most accurate as far as... Mm. Um, pinpointing the due date right because the baby's smallest so they they can tell let's see how do i say that like later on as they get bigger it's difficult. there's a bigger range of right how old they could be yeah <laughs> or whatever um anyway but yeah we thought it was off and now we're we're like thinking that uh, i think we might go early yeah if yeah the kid's already this big I want to um, focus on something here, Mm -hmm. which is that we're both men on this podcast. And I feel like hearing that your child has a bigger head than usual is mixed news for Uh, most women. Yes. It's like, great. Yes. It's going to be super smart, but oh no, he has to get out. Yep. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Huh. So hopefully early. <laughs> um, we'll see. Yeah. Huh. Oh, have you guys been coming up with? Have you been going through the weird um, birthing classes and coming up with your plans for that? We haven't done mm-hmm. that yet. Um, yeah, you kind of do that closer. Yeah, we haven't. We don't have a bag packed ready for the hospital. Okay. We don't have. Kill this topic. Yeah. We'll talk about it later. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> But we have some time. We are moving, though. So I, mm-hmm. I will say, so the hospital that we are um, 
having the baby in is very close to where we are here. Right. Um, and I had it down. I was like, okay. Uh, you know how you're going to get that. Yeah. I'm literally taking a right out of the driveway, taking the first left and going straight. Okay. That goes, that goes all the way. It curves around a little bit, but stay on that road and yeah. the hospital's going to be on the right and a couple miles. But now you'll move. That was the whole thing. So now we're moving, but we're staying with the hospital. Oh. So. How long does it take? Um, it'll take, I think it's less than a half an hour, but not much less. <laughs> oh Christ. So, and it's also very windy and like <laughs> a lot of weird kind of short roads, a lot oh, of turns. That's great when you're stressed and. So, um, yeah. There's nowhere closer. I mean, there will be places there, closer. Yeah, you, there definitely are. But you like um, the hospital. Her doctor. Right. Yeah. Okay. Goes there. and Fair enough. We've already been there a couple of times, so we're comfortable with it yep. and all that stuff. Yeah, so. it'll be fine. Yeah, probably. I mean, uh, I, I was going to say a half an hour is not going to make or break it, but we had, yeah. we had a friend who that almost was the... Well, I and it yeah. also happened to us. Yeah. Where, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see. <laughs> see. Yeah, we'll take some classes in case I need to pull the car over and... <laughs> Make something happen. Deliver a baby. Yeah. Um, so we have a co-worker who's uh, in the process of moving country. There are a lot of people oh. moving around. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah. So we have a co-worker moving to Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, starting a little base of operations out there. Yeah. It's big. Yeah. But I, uh, um, I'm excited for him because he's wanted to do this for quite a while and it's been kind of a life goal slash yep. dream so sounds really cool so i've been um looking at a lot of different monthly services this has been a like a i'm late to this sort of trend mm. um of like things like clothing services and mm. um like trunk club yep or um you know getting monthly coffee deliveries or yeah, something yeah, yeah. from a unique Yep, source. Um, so in Japan, there is a company where you can rent an attractive man to wipe away your tears. Um, <laughs> uh, on a monthly basis? I or think is so. A... Yeah. It's, it's okay. bizarre. It's yes. aimed yes, at... Yes, it is. It's aimed at working women. So women in the workplace... <laughs> You. Oh no! <laughs> it's like the most. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a little cultural gem. Yeah, something like that. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So the idea, the idea is that you're crying alone in your in your corner office, and and you what just... you really need to help lift the mood, yeah, is for an attractive man to come in, <laughs> and wow. Um, I forget what the company is actually called, but it roughly translates to um, like pretty we- weeping boys. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Which, like, totally. When you hear that, boys. when you hear that, I feel like you're going to rent an attractive man to cry. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so I found out that Japan's different. Yeah. <laughs> From the West. So do you see this um, 
as a as kind of a fallback plan for our friend moving there where he can oh that he can wipe away tears yeah i mean we <sighs> as a service <laughs> maybe oh man is this something we could bring over here maybe yeah maybe we should yeah hmm. i don't know i feel like I feel like I'd cry more if there was someone on hand to wipe away my tears. That's what I would start crying. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know you. <laughs> get, away. get away from my face. Yeah, no, I just weird. like it. Wouldn't it just take the stress away? Nope. You could just open up. No. I'm pretty open. Tears could flood from your face. No. Because no. you'd know that there'd be someone there to catch it for you. No? I think just I, would, I would take a massage, like a shoulder massage over. <laughs> I feel like that would make me feel better. Yeah. Than like gently wiping the tears off of my face. <laughs> Can you get different like cloths? Like, is there like a softer, like a microfiber cloth? Is that like an upgrade? Or like, oh, what is, is the default? Like a scratchy paper it's towel? A, it's all in Japanese. Like, yeah. So I'm not sure. Well, the Google Translate should. Huh. Give me some interesting results. There was a service here, wasn't there? Where you could rent a attractive guy to just do anything. I mean, I don't go not, on those websites. Not like... <laughs> but to do, like, you know, monotonous tasks. Okay. Um, and I, so don't, I, had, I don't know. I had don't jo- know about it. I had jokingly suggested that we should get one and, like, pay him to code. Because it... <laughs> Because it's monotonous? Well, no, it costs oh. like 40 or 50 bucks an hour. Oh, yeah. They're like, hmm, a subcontractor. Yeah, we could just oh. hire a bunch of them, teach them. Hmm. All right, I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, te- we'll even take an unattractive for 20 bucks an hour. Like, oh, man. Um, <laughs> oh, Japan. Never yeah. ceases to... Have you seen the Delight. the history of Japan, the YouTube video? No. Oh, that is fucking good. Mm. Like funny or interesting? Yeah, both. Okay. It's a great mix of um, sort of actual historical value and comedy. Mm. Sounds like something Stephen Fry would be good at. Yeah. Doing. Um. <laughs> uh, have you heard of the best party? The best party the best party if you were to start your own political <clears throat> party hmm. what would you call it a decent party a de- <laughs> you know adequate adequate party <laughs> so john nar founded the best party mm-hmm. which is an icelandic political party mm-hmm. and um he made one promise for this party which is that he would break every single promise that he makes to get elected. <laughs> yep. Um, and so people asked for all sorts of things. And he said, yep, absolutely. When I get into power, <laughs> I will totally make it happen. Oh, like, that's great. Um, he wanted to... Is this a direct um, shot at Trump or no? No, no. This was back in 2009. Oh, okay. It's already Actually, happened. yeah, yep. this happened. He got elected. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, so this was a backlash of uh, people being sick and tired of politicians lying to them. Yep. Um, and so he would come up and say, I am absolutely going to lie to you, but I'm not going to lie about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Like, I promise you that everything I say is not true. And... Except for this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, is he 
Sorry, so what so what and, office did he take? So he wants to be mayor of um some Icelandic city. Mm-hmm. Uh Right. Yeah, right. Right. Oh man. Reykjavik? We're gonna get some feedback. Yep. Um, uh I I know how to say that, but I can't think of it right now. Um and, and a party actually came out of this. Yeah. So the best party uh went away and um from that was founded another party called the Bright Future, which actually took a lot of the um It sounds like a daycare. Yeah. <laughs> but it took a lot <laughs> took a lot of the ideas that were in the best party mm-hmm. and actually ran with them. Uh it's sort of a center left. Okay. Kind of party. Um, but he wanted to uh, improve the life of the less fortunate. Um, so he wanted to give away free uh, access to buses and swimming pools. Yeah. So that um, anyone could travel wherever they want and they would always be clean. Nice. Because <laughs> <laughs> they could always wash in the swimming pools. Uh. Um, uh, they wanted to stop corruption. They promised to stop corruption by participating in it openly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So yeah, you can't be corrupt if it's all transparently right. corrupt. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking, so speaking on of, the others. Oh, go ahead. Speaking of the corruption, have you heard about what's happening in Brazil? Uh, Brazil, no, no, not other than the Zika virus. Oh, interesting. Brazil, what's going on in Brazil? So. Um, they have two. They have two sort of uh, houses that will uh, vote on things, and they've been trying to impeach their prime minister mm-hmm. um, on corruption charges. But the problem is that literally everyone in the Brazilian government is currently being investigated um, on charges such as manslaughter, um, mm. corruption, um, embezzlement, embezzlement. The- Normal stuff. Yeah. Basically. So there's, so they're trying, yeah. So the government is trying to impeach this person in the government and right. the whole government is yeah under investigation. Under investigation and, at the moment. Wow. So right. like literally anyone who would come to power mm-hmm. is under investigation. <laughs> wow. Um, this is a big deal at the what moment. Do you, what do you that... do with that? Do you just burn to the ground and like, all right, let's just, uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's been. Fire everyone. There's been massive. Try this again. Protests um, around this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Brazil has had um, more protesters in it than the rest of the world over the past couple <laughs> of weeks. Wow. Um, which seems crazy to me. Yeah. Um, Basically, everyone is mad. Um America feels pretty upset right now, too, but maybe not at that level. Well, I think... I feel like people are grumbling. Yeah. It's like they're not upset in the sense that, like, no one has... Like, everything's gone tits up. Like, the economy's falling apart. Yeah. Not yet. (laughs) Um, Things are going up. Yeah. Um, And on a lighter note... Yeah. In politics... Yep. Kind of... Kind of. So you said le- oh, center left. Yeah. Donald Trump has the um, Republican. We'll get there. We'll get there. That's a little less light. Um, <laughs> so this lady in the Mexican government on the very, in the very conservative party. Okay. Um, I don't know what her exact position is now, but she um, recommended a law 
I don't know if it actually went into effect or if it was just being talked about or what, but a law to fine and put people in jail who make memes on the internet. Oh, yes, I did see this. And it's, it was like, what, 2000 or $4,000 fine plus up to four years in jail <laughs> for making, for putting text on an image and uploading that to the oh, internet. Oh, has anyone time so what did the internet? Yeah, what did the internet do? <laughs> yeah. They for- made a meme that says, no memes with her face. <laughs> it's just like, come on, what do you, what do you think? Uh, like... It's just a weird priority. I, I guess it was trying to be like anti, um, um, not sarcastic, but uh, what is it called when you have, when you're kind of making fun of the government or, uh, or um, society in general? Like making fun of something real, like satire? Satire, yeah. Right. She was trying to like be have it be satirical. like an anti-satirical thing right. and like stop stop making fun of you know politicians and right seeing it as this underground kind of movement against <laughs> the status quo which it, whatever that's kind of what the internet is right in a lot of ways um but it's just like this is not the right way to <laughs> go about this <laughs> you have to know that it's not gonna work uh donald trump yes uh, yeah um so in the quick course of a week yeah, the Less other two. That, yeah, Ted Cruz and John Kasich both bowed out. Bowed out. And but it was Bernie hasn't yet. Quite surprising. On the yeah, Bernie has not. And um, on the blue side, that's their color. The blue, blue. side. Yep. yep. The donkeys. Um, and the Republicans are the elephants. Elephants. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Trump. I. Every month, you know, I was just kind of in the past, whatever, I kept being like re-surprised that (laughs) this was all happening. Yeah. And then finally we got here and it's just, okay, it's it's happening. Right. He's he's the nominee. Like there's nothing, no one to stop him now. So. Um, And it's just, it feels like a dream. It's really weird. So there are some really scary things um, about Trump. Mm Mm-hmm. But um, I did hear something very reasonable mm-hmm. that he said the other day. So there's been a lot of talk of um, these laws that are being passed to stop uh, people with a certain sex going into the opposite sex's bathroom. Right. Um, so transgender, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Yep. And when he was asked about it, um, he said he thought that anyone should be able to go into whichever fucking bathroom they want. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's mm-hmm. not important. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. Which yeah. is rare, actually. <laughs> it is actually weirdly rare, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm curious to see. So he's making this transition to um, the general election Trump. Right. Right, which is... Presumably going to be a different... Yeah, yeah, I think it is. And it's just interesting that that's even a thing, right? Like, right. That it's like, okay, let's you know forget all those forget all the rhetoric you've been spouting for the past right year and now let's talk about how we're gonna actually win the whole country yeah um i feel like he has a real chance of being president of the united states which is terrifying i mean i months ago i've been like no 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 it'll blow over right but now I, i can't i can't disagree with that yeah i don't know i have no idea 
Um, yeah. It's it's weird. I haven't found um, Hillary particularly likable. Yeah. I think she'll take the Democratic nomination. Yeah. That seems to be what's yeah. going to happen. Um, but I wonder if he's just going to continue with like not having policies and personally attacking yeah, uh, I don't know. I think, right. I think that I, I heard that um, Trump's one of Trump's advisors was interviewed about their strategy or whatever for the general election, and they said that it has to be his his stance has to be basically anti the other side. Right. They don't want to focus on him and what he's going to do as much as the horrible corrupt. Hillary Clinton, you know, what right. she would, how she would ruin everything. Yeah. Which I think makes sense from their strategy point. Yes. Point of view. Like, you don't really want to look into Trump's history or like his right policies or his, his ideas that are a little <laughs> interesting and out yeah. there. Um, so he did. Did you see the tweet that he posted oh. of um, on Cinco de Mayo? He was... Oh, eating nachos or something? He was eating a taco salad. Okay. Um, from the Trump Tower Grill, which is where he was... <laughs> yep. You know. Born. born. <laughs> <laughs> On the grill. That's why he's so orange. Um, and he, the caption was uh, something like, you know, having taco salad on Cinco de Mayo yep. uh, in Trump Tower from, you know, has the best... Trump Tower Grill has the best taco salad. And like... I love Hispanics, is what he said. Okay. Love me some Hispanics. There's <laughs> like something, it's just like, all right. And there are a couple of things interesting about that. One was the word, the usage of the word Hispanics. Okay. Because if he would have said Mexicans, you know, he's been, he's been um, touting this whole time about this wall. Right. Putting this, how... We can't let in oh, so Mexican he, people. So he, I think the language is very careful there. Right. Like, he doesn't want to look like he's flip-flopping on like... Right. I love Hispanics. Yeah. Um, oh, I, don't, interesting. I don't know. And there's also someone decided to call the Trump Tower to... Because um, he, he didn't see the taco salad on the on their menu online. He's right. Like, well, that's weird. I'm going to call them and see if I can order one or like whatever. Yeah. And they had no... They're like, no, we don't make those here. Like, we, don't, <laughs> we don't have those. So it was just like completely made up and uh, whatever. We have the best, best taco salads at Trump Tower Grill. It's like, no, you don't actually don't, you don't, you don't sell those. And even if you did, it's not an authentic Mexican dish. Either. You know, right. like, there's just so yeah. many levels of just, I don't know. That's funny. Oh, geez. Should we break? Yeah, I need a beer because I right. finished my tea. Okay, let's do it. That's a cider? Yeah. Yeah? It's very light. Uh, as in... As in what? As in... Um, it's not very alcoholic. It's The color uh, of it is very light. So the color is very light, I would say. And it's also very light... Um, it looks like lemonade. Yeah, it's very light bodied. Hmm. So it's very thin. Um, hmm. 
and your parents made this. Yeah, so we got them a kit, a hard cider kit, because they like hard cider, and it's, that's a funny like cultural difference. Yeah, cider in England, it's always hard. It's always yeah, yeah. Apple juice is what you call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not hard cider. Right. Um, yeah, I wonder if that came about through the um, prohibition. Yeah, that whole movement yeah. time where I feel like it must. I think it did. Yeah, because. Yeah, I think before then, cider was always alcoholic here, too. Yeah. Um, it's taken a long time for cider to catch back up. Yeah. Because um, you can't really do anything with cider apples except make cider. Mm. And so during Prohibition, almost all the cider trees were chopped down. Oh. And they do not grow back overnight. Interesting. I didn't realize there was a specialty cider apple yep. variety. So, um, a lot of American ciders have been made using other varieties of apple, mm-hmm. um, which are, for some reason, less ideal. Hmm. Um, Interesting. And so, there's uh, a lot of American ciders have come up with really good uh, sort of workarounds mm. yep. to make a hard cider. But I think recently, you know, cider trees that were planted a long time ago are getting to the point where they can produce you know, enough fruits to make some batches. That's interesting. I wonder if, so my parents were actually don't love this cider because they don't think it tastes enough like apples. Okay. Um, so they like angry orchard and yep. kind of the, what was the other one? Um, they liked, uh, Magners when Magnus. we were in, in Ireland. Yeah. It's big there. Um, Magnus and Balmers. Well, that's what it's called over there. Yeah, Balmers. Yeah. Which is the same company, I think. They call it Magners here, actually, the imported version. They call it Magners in England as well. In England. Oh, okay. But you can get Balmers in a couple of places. Got it. Um, Anyway, so they, I think, in general, they like the sweeter ciders. Right. Not dry ciders. And this is, I would call this drier. Okay. Um, There's not a whole lot of sweetness to it. There's also not it's, a whole lot of apple flavor to it. Yeah, it's very cloudy. Um, yeah. Um, and I think I, I'm curious what what to suggest to them to do next time. So the kit actually doesn't. They didn't like press apples. Right. They just buy a unfermented gallon of cider. Okay. Um, but it had to be what like un unpasteurized and un or, or it could be pasteurized but no preservatives because the per- preservatives would keep it from fermenting right and then you just throw in and then you yeah it yeast. came with uh champagne yeast okay um which i think the champagne yeast is responsible for kind of the lack of um sweetness and kind of body okay because it really i mean Honestly, you could, I could say, I feel like someone could say, oh yeah, try this champagne (laughs) or, you know, this wine. And I would be like, oh yeah, that does kind of look like a a white white wine. wine. So I think it's very, from what I've read, you can't use brewers, uh, beer yeast for cider. Right. Because, um, apple juice doesn't have a lot of, um, nutrition in it. Okay. Or nutrients. Right. So like it doesn't have, it's not complex enough for the for beer yeast to like survive like beer yeast needs very specific okay stuff in there 
Um, and apple juice is just like sugar, like pretty simple stuff. Um, but champagne yeast doesn't care. It's like, oh yeah, I can, I can handle, handle this. And also it can handle, you know, high alcohol content without much nutrition because that's what wine is basically. Right. Making wine. Um, anyway, but I wonder if changing the yeast for the next batch they make would leave some more residual sugar around, be less aggressive and kind of leave more flavor. So I guess the way the way you get but, sweet beer is by leaving unfermentable sugars in it, right? Um, but I suppose that's not possible with apple juice. Well, that's the other thing. When you were mentioning, um, I didn't really think about this, but when you said that some apples varieties are better for cider, um, maybe that's part of it. Maybe maybe, yeah. maybe certain apples have unfermentable sugars or flavors that stick around right after the fermentation is done. So they're still kind of you know, more or less flavor, depending on what you're going for. Yeah. Um, that sounds 100% correct. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like I can't think it. of any other explanation. Yep. Um, and I'm not willing to Google it. <laughs> so <laughs> It's like our MO. Yeah. Um, so woodchuck, have you ever heard of woodchuck cider? Uh, yes. Based in Vermont. I've also um, heard of woodchucks. Have you heard of woodchucks? They, woodchucks make pretty good cider. No. Um, I see. I'm not a big fan of cider. Yeah. Because of that sweetness. Yeah. I'm not fond of sweet alcohol. It's kind of a simple drink. Right. Um, there's not a whole lot of complexity. But there are some... Well, actually, this, yeah, you're not going to like this. <laughs> there's there's hopped cider. Which oh, is yeah. Probably, Why would I like that? Yeah, no, that's... No. As you can say, because it gives it more complexity. Right. But it's just adding more flavors that you don't like. Yeah. <laughs> sweet, but then it's also hoppy. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. ugh. Um, yeah. Yeah. You like the more, uh, kind of complex, dark brews in general? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, I like this. I actually, I actually enjoy it. I think it's refreshing and yeah, kind of it. light, uh, summery kind of drink. It does feel that way, even though it's been raining constantly <laughs> for the past yeah. eight or nine days. Yeah. Wow. So some pretty loud alerts that my computer's getting. Yeah. Um, I'm probably coming through on the microphone. I don't think so. No? Okay. No, I think my ears are absorbing them. Yeah. Um, that's good. Absorbing the alerts. Uh, so we talked about the dad episode idea. House closing on Thursday? This Thursday? Yeah. Fuck. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. It kind of creeped up on us. So, and you haven't started packing? No. So we're not moving that weekend. Oh. We're not moving until Memorial Day. So the end of May. Memorial Day. Um, so Memorial Day, we have the Monday off. So we have a long weekend. Oh. So we decided to so you're gonna do it then. Own a house and not be in it. Yeah. I think that's going to be tricky. Yeah. I think that we're going be... to get those keys and we're going to want to like, ah, I want to go. Yeah. Live there. That surprises um, me. But we're also doing some painting in the meantime. Okay. Um, so we won't have to deal with the fumes and whatever yep. the mess and like having to, um, you know, work around all of our stuff in there. So it'll be completely empty. It'd be easier for the painters to do their thing. Um, so I think that'll work out. Okay. But yeah, I think we will be antsy and like, oh, yeah, I want to go there. Yeah. I can um, totally see that, but we'll probably move some, um, some of the more fragile things ourselves 
kind of slowly, you know, in those couple weeks before we do the big move. Um, this is my beer? Yeah. Huh. It's delicious. Oh, how about that? Although, for some reason, I can taste toast. Hmm. I like that flavor, though. Mm. Do you not like that flavor? No, I do like that yeah. flavor. It's just... Like a toasted... Uh, I wonder if it's the... Um, the... The apple cider? The, the cider, yeah. yeah. I think it is. Brings out the the non-sweet flavors, like the difference. Yeah. Like, like you have the... Interesting. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah, we're closing. Um, which... I have been, I keep like emailing all of our people that are involved, like our lawyer and the oh, yeah. agent and the lender. Just like, are we still good? Like, <laughs> do we, do we need to send you stuff? Like, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. It's, it's really weird. Like, I don't know. I, I think we're good now. Yeah. Um, I feel like also whenever um, there's been something extra that we needed to do, mm-hmm. like no one knew until the day of closing. Oh, um, so what? but it's usually small things. Um, okay. like, do you have oil in your house? Is it oil heated or no, gas? No, but we had, uh, because I wasn't a U.S. citizen, we needed some extra identification mm. and that sort of thing. And yep, I guess that's sort of a special case. Yeah. Um, yeah, they said to, there'll be some like small adjustments the day of be like, um, the house is oil heated, so we actually have to buy the oil left in the tank from oh. the sellers. Okay. Um, Seems you know, at nickel cost and, or whatever. Nickel and diming. Yeah, it's I don't. It's a I mean, how standard much, thing, I guess. But how much is it? I mean, it might be uh, five hundred bucks max. Okay, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and then I think. I was talking to Jess in Massachusetts about this a while ago, but your closing was like, so there's a new, there's a new law as of 2010 or sometime after the whole housing crisis, mm. there's a new law that says that, um, a couple of days before closing, you are entitled to get this summary sheet of exactly all the charges that like the closing costs and oh, okay. breaking it down. Yeah. Um, so that you actually know what you're, what's going on, basically. What, to what some you've paid extent. for. And I think Jess was saying that you guys didn't have, you didn't get that until like the day of or like, right, hours before or something, which was a little stressful because you're you're like, okay, like, what do we have to? Yeah, make how much money do we have for? to have in the bank? Yeah, right. Like, uh, oh yeah. So do you have that? Because you have to no. go with a like. Um, cashier's check yeah or, or a bank yeah. check or or yeah something um so no we don't have it yet i asked it when it would be ready and they said a, a day or two before okay so um yeah um interesting but yeah we managed to like furnish our entire house in the course of a day like accidental not accidentally but like we went to a furniture store and like oh, oh you know we could get a we we're just looking for a couch and we're like oh that'd be nice if we had like a matching recliner yeah and then like (laughs) and then it was like oh we have this uh dresser in our bedroom but yeah we don't really have like a real like a a headboard for our bed or anything it'd be nice to have like a whole bedroom set and then yeah 
like oh actually they have the bedroom set here that matches our dresser and we could get that and um so so how much how much of the furniture in here is yours like this apartment was unfurnished right okay yeah Yeah. um but yeah like our bed is just like the steel frame thing right yeah yeah we did the same thing uh but our bed came from ikea Mm-hmm. And so it was really easy to just go and get like a headboard and yep. all yep. that other good stuff. Yeah, kind of piece it together. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, it's just, it'll be funny to see, um, I don't know, all the things we buy <laughs> Yeah. to like furnish this place and things that you don't really think about. Yep. Um, I mean, we thought about the bedroom set and the couch but i'm sure there'll be so many like little things here and there yeah that it's like oh we you know on a grill cover and a just details yeah like a side table and a lamp and a but and but yeah i wouldn't worry about that stuff because that stuff comes over time yeah yeah we don't need it all yeah day one but um like we're still um furnishing parts of our house yep uh, but we're very slow to like commit to that stuff. Mm. The problem is both of us hate shopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's a nightmare. Yep. One of Paige's birthday presents was a tiny kitchen. Oh, nice. Um, and we just put that together last night. Mm-hmm. And so when she came down in the morning, it was ready and she loved it. Oh, so, that's fun. Yeah. Cool. So it has like the little fake burners and then... Yeah, and you press a button and the, they light up. Oh, cool. So... Is it a Fisher-Price? No, it's Ikea. Uh, <laughs> Ikea. God, I love Ikea. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's nice. this wooden... Oh, it's wooden. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, but it's got like a door for a microwave and an oven and yep. a dishwasher. Cool. Yeah. Nice. It's super cute. It feels a little a little nicer than the, the plastic ones. Yes. That's yeah, it does. We are going to go get her a trike. Oh, no, we're not. We've decided to get her a bike. Oh. Um, a bicycle, not a tricycle. Right, exactly. Um, Got it. So, apparently, there are these things. They, uh, they're basically bikes, but without pedals. Yeah. So, you just push with your feet. But apparently, it's great for teaching kids balance. <laughs> yeah. It's like, don't fuck about with the training <laughs> wheel. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of stuff. Just interesting. It's like, all right, if you want to have a bike, you got to do it for real. Right. Go right, it, right to it. <laughs> so we bought her that and a helmet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hedge your bed a little bit. And... <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's cool. So um, that'll be fun for the summer. Yeah. I also signed she up. For... Can, uh, she can come visit our new house. Yeah. I... <laughs> Not on the bike. <laughs> It'll take a while. I'll see how good she is. Yeah. It apparently does well on sand and you're mm. near the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Some good, uh, some good beach there to, to bike on. Yeah. I also signed up for Betterment. Ooh. Which, um, in hindsight, I realized I should have told you because if you get three people to sign up, you get <sighs> six months for free. Man. And I signed up without realizing that yeah i did the same thing yeah because i knew that there are other people but i just didn't think to do that yeah um but eh. frustrating yeah it'd be nice if you could do that after the fact put in posthumously yeah 
Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't checked Betterment as much as I thought I would at first. It's like, I, like oh, it's fun to refresh I put, it. I put in a hundred bucks and I'm at a hundred bucks. Okay. So it went down yeah. and then back up. Yeah. But it's like Exactly hundred. Exactly. That's funny. No sense. All right. Um so we bought home and homeowners insurance as part of so our lender. Yeah, this is a thing. It's a thing. So if you get a mortgage, your bank owns the house. Basically, that's it's an investment for the bank. Yeah. Right? Um, so they have a stake in your house not getting ruined. Yes. Or if it does get ruined, there's some insurance in place to cover their investment. Right. Um, and you know both of you really. Yep. So. But I never really thought about the how all of these interests work in all of these motives, like right. with the lender and the, I guess basically the lender and you, but right, um, the seller, just all these all this stuff. Um. So anyway, we shopped around a little bit for insurance and picked one. Um, but I, when I was looking at the company, so I got it through Geico. Okay. Because we have our car insurance, and I was like, yeah, I've been just easier if we could just have have it on the same yeah. thing and whatever. I don't know if that's actually true in hindsight, but eh. Um, they kind of... So Geico doesn't actually offer the insurance directly, homeowner's insurance. Okay. They, they do it through partners? Someone else, yeah, underwrites it. Like, depending on your region, they'll, like, right. find the most competitive... Yeah. Because they're fairly new thing. in offering car insurance in Massachusetts. Right. Yep. Um but yeah, I don't think they offer homeowners insurance anywhere themselves. They always right. They always outsource it. Outsource it. Um, so I found that out. I was like, oh, that's kind of maybe that's not great. Like, is it mm. why am I just paying for a middleman or whatever? Right. Um, and then I was reading reviews of the actual company that is doing the insurance called HomeSite. Okay. And <laughs> I I quickly determined. At first, I was like, oh, these reviews are horrible. Right. Like, this is the worst yeah it's like two stars out of whatever on yelp it's like <laughs> on yelp. i was like i don't want i don't know if i want this homeowner's insurance right and then i clicked on any other insurance company and they were all shit. yeah and then i realized i'm reading i started reading some of them and it's like our house burned down crap <laughs> they didn't cover this and that right like, or the hotel for only a month or whatever yeah and i realized that every single one of these reviews like something horrible has happened to their house <laughs> And of course they're upset and they're just like... But I mean, also that's the only time that you're going to fucking use insurance and you want yeah. it to be good. That's a good point. Um, but yeah. but the thing was no one... There's no five-star <laughs> homeowner's insurance. <laughs> like everyone is just upset yep. because something happened and yep. it's not perfect. Um, and there's, you know, there's a deductible or whatever. So you have to pay some and... Yeah. Um, God, I hope nothing bad ever happens to my house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was also kind of fun talking to the lawyer about like, okay, if on the day of closing, a tree falls on the house. Right. And it's before we actually go to the de- the registry of deeds and yep. sign the papers, that's not on you. Right. If it's happened before that time when you signed, yep. that's still on the seller. Like they, it's their they have, problem. Yeah. It's just funny. Like wonder how many times that's actually happened. 
<laughs> they just sort that out. Like, uh, well, the neighbor said the tree fell at 1.33 p.m. Right. Which is technically after when you, like, I don't know. <laughs> so, I I don't know. That's when I, you know, kind of discovered that, okay, lawyers deal with a lot of details. Yes. Like, that's what their lives are about is all of these shoulda, woulda, like, what if this crazy thing happens um covering you for these things that and insurance really too yeah it's like in that same business of it could happen yeah. i don't know like you want to be protected in in this scenario it's like i guess yeah i guess <laughs> yeah, i do I guess. like yeah. it, ha- it does happen yeah well i mean that's why you're paying someone else yeah because you wouldn't think of those things right but insurance in general too i think is just an interesting concept that we right so it's like you know that overall they're screwing us yes right overall i mean they're making money is another way to put it right the insurance companies are making money because they know the risk factors and they know the percentage probability of everything and they know to charge more than than they would have to pay out right yeah which that very concept is like well then i'm paying you too much but right or well, like chances are i'm paying you for something that i'll never use right but so if the, you think about the opposite the if something does happen and you don't have insurance and you're like oh then we're just completely screwed yeah i remember in england because you have to have car insurance to have a car on the road which is the same here yep uh although is that the same in is that true in all states um i i think it is i think it is yeah i think it is um, so rather than having insurance, you can insure yourself. Mm-hmm. And the way you do that is you have, they have these special insurance bank accounts and you pay your monthly payments into that. Okay. Are we still talking about car insurance? Yeah. Okay. Insure yourself. Yeah. And so it has to be at, um, basically the value of the car, this bank account for you to be fully insured. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. And then once that's done, you're insured. But you can't... When can you... Can you withdraw from that account for other things? No. No. You can only do it for for the car. But I think if you, like, switch out your car, then the amount changes. Or if you get to the point where you don't need a car anymore, you can just close the account and take out all the money. That's a cool way to do it. I think. Right. Yeah. And then you count... Or, like, if you retire and, like, stop driving or exactly. whatever, like... And then you count as the insurer. Huh. And then if something bad happens, you... Yeah. You have the money there to... Yeah, that feels... Account for it. That feels good. But, like, what if you... What if it's, like, day one, right? And you get in an accident. Right. And you've only put $10 in. Yeah, I don't know. You're What, ha- what happens there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or... Huh. Or you just keep paying into that thing as right. basically... I'm not sure if they set it up as like a loan sort of thing. <clears throat> yeah. Where you have the money there. It's like a line of credit. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But you still have to pay into it so that you have the disposable cash. Right. And it, it makes like no interest. <laughs> so it's yeah. not like your money's working for you or anything. But I mean, it means you're not paying an insurance. Saving, even a savings account doesn't really do anything right. for you these days. It's yeah. kind of sad. Um, so it's so low. It's like 0.00, whatever. Yep. 
So I think that's an interesting idea. That is. I like the yeah. idea. Um, but what it doesn't account for is, like, one of the promises of insurance is that it should be cheaper for everyone. Um, because if everyone's saving, everyone's not getting into accidents. Right. And so everyone shouldn't have to save the value of their car. Right. But the, it's kind of the bulk. Right. Yeah. But the problem is that there's a mismatch between your goal and an insurance company's goal. Yeah. Um, right. So. Hmm. Yeah. Capitalism at work. It's not really working. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a similar thing with the... So we bought a new couch. Okay. And we got this... Um, warranty plan on it basically called goof proof which is pretty funny <laughs> bob's discount furniture if anyone is out there um yep i can just say that they took the free sponsorship this week yeah i mean and then we'll go up to a dollar next week <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> um i'll send him a bill for zero dollars yeah uh so goof proof is it's you know it's this whole thing where you go anywhere, like you go to Best Buy or you go to Guitar Center and you get something and they try to sell you the the goof-proof package right? for however much money. Um, and this one was, it sounded really good. It's like, oh yeah, rips, tears, accidental damage. So if you, uh, if your kid mm. spills something on the couch or... Um, or your cat pees on the couch or yeah. something like that. Or destroys it with their claws. Well. Well. We asked that question. That doesn't count. And it doesn't count because it's not <laughs> accidental. The cat tried to. I mean, the cat peeing on the couch isn't exactly accidental. You know, that's a good point. That is a good point. Is it? I mean, it could be. Right. But you don't know. You can't really ask the cat, did you mean to do that? Like, what was your intention there? Right. Um. But yeah, so then it got into the specifics of, well, they cover this, but they don't cover that. that. And if it's a really long tear, then they won't cover that because that looks like it's purposeful in some way. Right. Um, but they also were kind of at odds with, it sounded like maybe it's a third party covering this insurance. Okay. Because they were saying like, so if you ha if something does happen and you have to call this company to like, you know, yeah. get goof proof. Um, you have to be very specific in saying exactly what happened to your couch. Okay. If you say, I don't know what happened, they will just, <laughs> they will like put you in on record as saying that, no, he doesn't, this is, they don't, they are not covered because they don't know what happened. Yeah. So they basically said, make something up, <laughs> like make it up say that X happened on this date. Like yes. it happened yesterday. Yep. This is exactly what happened cover it oh i do that it was just an interesting dynamic of like yeah okay uh, so we had um you know when you get chips in your windscreen yeah and that will be covered by insurance yep so we've we've done that before like when you uh sort of fill out a form yeah, to yeah. get insurance to cover that they ask like when did this happen on what yep. date at what time and it's definitely like i have no fucking idea um when this happened but i'm gonna write down the yep. 24th of april right at i don't know 406 p.m <laughs> yeah i was on the motorway and a chip uh -huh. came up or something yeah. yeah i think we call those fries here fries we get fries on our windshield okay but you call them chips that's good to know 
crisps are a whole other thing. That's yep. different. <laughs> Usually not found on that's, the road. That's more minor. <laughs> is, it just, is it just a crisp? We don't cover crisps in the windshield. Yeah. That's uh you can you can live with that. I, could you imagine being on the phone? It's like there's a fucking there's a crisp lodged in my windscreen and you don't cover it. Like uh, Yeah. Sorry, sir, that's not on our list of uh covered accidents. Good stuff. Cool. Yeah. So uh this was was this our longest um Gap between episodes? Ten, no, we did a ten week. days or whatever? We did a week gap. Uh, oh, a two-week gap, you mean? Yeah, a two-week gap. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. 14 days. All right. Yeah, people complained. Feels good. It does feel good. <laughs> yeah. Is it, well, I guess, the is it people complaining or is it people just asking, like, are you guys just done now? Or like? No, it was no, people okay. complaining. All right. They were <laughs> frustrated with being caught up okay. on Hunchback episodes. Got it. Which no, it's not. I think, like, is means that it's okay that we do yeah. an hour and a half long episodes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's how I justify it. That's good. Yeah. Okay. So I had this. I mean, I had this worry that it was just like these vultures, like, <laughs> like ready for. Like, okay. All right. Is it dead yet? Let's circle around. <laughs> they're ready to buy up our domain. Yeah. And... I don't know. Or just gossip. Like, oh, okay, they're done now. <laughs> Maybe I'm just too paranoid. I think you're too paranoid. Thinking too hard. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we appreciate our listenership yep. and we don't think you're vultures and, um, I certainly don't. We're glad <laughs> that sounds a little more sincere going from you after what I just said. Um, <laughs> we are, uh, we're glad that you are antsy to hear the next episode and hear what's going to happen Yeah, and what we're going to, to uncover and, and discover and yeah, let's bring it to a close. Words. Let's close the 16th ever episode. Episode 15, out.